This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KT, why don't we have a little bit of fun right now with Mike Francesa audio, a little thing we like to call fun with Francesa. Yeah, I mean, he uh, set the internet on fire again and props to, to our uh, boss for sending this audio over. Mike Francesa, 65-year-old radio veteran. He's a legend in the Northeast. Well, today he's doing some Mets talk, as the Mets are currently uh, in the playoff chase, all right? They're Mm -hmm. right in the thick of things. And he's trying to figure out the math for the last 44 games of the season. What do they need to do? What's their record need to be to finish the year? Hey, in front of a live microphone, (laughs) let's do some math with Mike Francesa. Let me give it to you exactly. So they've played 118. They have 44 games to play. How many games will it take? Let me think about this for a second. There's 61 and 57. Okay. They got 44 games to play. If they win 22 and 22, they got 83. No. That's not cutting it. That's 83, 79. That's not getting you anything. So, you got to take 22. 22, take four off that, go over to 26, take four off that, that's 26 and 18, that's 89, I don't think yet, take one more off there, I think it'll probably take 90 wins to get the wild card, right, 20, well, wait a second, 61, 22 is 83. That'd be seven more. That's nine. Well, that, that's playing really good. Well, it's better than nine. They have to play, have to play 29. Mm. It's pretty good baseball. I think it might take nine. It's 89 anyway. Eddie and Hoboken, what's up, Eddie? Mike, I yes. gotta tell you, listening to the dead air while you're doing math is one of the greatest things out there. Okay. It's the best. Thanks, guy. That's what you stayed on the phone to do, you know. I mean, thanks for the thanks for that. You know what? That's it. So, tell me out, please, Eddie. Tell me now how to do a show. I haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, so thanks. Give me give me give me some pointers. I need them. Uh, I don't understand. Are there East Coast radio execs going? Oh man, this is such good radio. This is great. Now do the Francesa. That's the way he does math by himself on the air. That's how you win. You said Dude. do the Francesa like it's a dance move. <laughs> I totally get the idea of caller-driven radio if they're just going to call in and rip an old guy that's lost it. That's, that's pretty funny. Keep Fastball. it quick like that. It was Wait, good. Did you hear Eddie's sign-off? Thanks, guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand. Now, now, uh-uh. now, Francesa, if you wanted to talk about that, you could have, before you got on the air, done the math. Thanks, guy. You could have... <laughs> You could have done the math before you got on the air. No. And who is anyone else on the show? He's like, yeah, right? Am Look, I right? And no one's answering. Is anyone there? There's. He's got a producer. So we do this. You and I do this all the time. I do this all the time. 
If there's something that's happening on air that needs to happen, I'll ask KT or Shippy to look it up for us. Or it's, you'll say, hey, let's figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. Let's uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves or right, whatever. Right. It's instead of hearing, I mean, you can literally hear just the, the gears grinding in his head. Occasionally you can hear the pen on the piece of paper. Thanks, guy. It's, it's so just completely unaware that anyone is really listening to you. It's such bad math, too. It is bad. Such bad math. Oh. 83 hey, plus 4 is 87, Mike, not 89. How important do you think you are if you if you think people just need to listen to you do math? And and I'm yeah. stopping the show. I got to I gotta sit here and uh, do all this math. By the way, we mentioned this earlier, the breaking news. Dale Earnhardt Jr. and his family are okay after the plane crash in Tennessee. You mentioned that. No one killed or seriously injured. You can go to 105throughthefan.com to get more information. But I mean, it's like I, I just I don't understand how somebody thinks that's good, and he makes a ton of money, right? Oh, he makes a ton of money, and that's why he doesn't have to be good. They keep paying him millions of dollars to do that, and apparently, people continue to listen to that. That is the, and that's the the very audio equivalent to a blanket. I mean, if that's comforting to someone that's listened to that their whole life, that they want to zero in on that, man. Have at it, because if the numbers are there and the money's there, absolutely, man. Keep paying him for that. I mean, if if that's what's gonna if that's what's gonna win for you, go for it, baby. I can't listen to that. I wouldn't want. I my time is too valuable to sit there and listen to a guy do math by himself in his head on the on the radio. He totally sounds like the old male version of Rosie O'Donnell too. Whenever I hear him talk, all yeah. I hear is the way Rosie O'Donnell talks. Man, it's just so blowhardy. New and we've York. had fun with this for a while. That's why the fun with yeah. Francesa segment started. Do you have any other great I, Francesa gold? I actually do. I really want to do this one, and then I want to get to the the Leighton Vanderesh stuff. Shippy, uh, cut thirty three here. This is Mike Francesa from the past talking over a caller who complains that he always talks over callers. Some of the, some of my friends, they, the, the only thing that they have to say that's negative about you is sometimes you, you talk over. Yeah, so, hey, listen, you know, listen, I've been doing this so long. I'm not going to worry if they, if, they, if they get angry at me. I, I, what can I tell you? They'll, they'll live with it or they won't listen. That's all. I mean, I can't worry about it at this stage. You know, guys, I'm not going to change who I am. I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm going to do it the way I do it, and that's it, until I'm done doing it. That's all. And, you know, let the chips fall where they may. I'm not worried about it. That is exactly what we were just talking about. I don't have to be good. It doesn't matter. They are paying me to come on here and do this, and they're paying me so handsomely that I will sit here and I will think about math out loud as if nobody's listening, and it doesn't matter. Incredible. All right, you have a story about a wolf. What the hell is going on with this? Yeah, okay, so there was a story that was circulating on social media. Uh, I saw it on uh, today.com. My wife had sent me to this, but it reminded me of so many conversations that we've had, and it's a story about a family that was camping, a family of four, mom, uh, husband, and two young kids, very young kids, that are in a tent in Bant, Florida, which is a really, really nice area. I've gone near there. I've been uh, to Bant. Okay, so you know the deal. It's up there, mountains, it's beautiful, gorgeous country. And so they're actually camping out in, on a campground. So it's not like they're just off in the wilderness by themselves. This is a place where people camp. Okay. So the mom posted all this on Facebook. She was uh, woken up, and here's her quote. It was like something out of a horror movie as a wolf attacked the family in their tent. 
And she said her husband, Matt, literally threw his body in front of me and the boys and fought the wolf as it ripped apart our tent and his arms and hands. We were we were screaming for help as he was fighting it and trying to save us for what felt like an eternity. She goes on to explain that, you know, the husband's obviously trying to save his family. The wolf started to drag Matt away while I was pulling on his legs trying to get him back. Oh! All right. Now, uh, the kids, I'm looking at a picture of the family. The kids, the oldest kid probably looks like he's seven at the oldest. These are little kids. Um, I cannot and don't think I'll ever be able to properly describe the tear. So as she's screaming for help and the wolf is dragging her husband off and she's pulling on the legs, oh. which that sounds horrific. A camper that just got lucky that it wasn't him is camping in a tent with his wife. And so he hears someone screaming for help. So he grabs a lantern and goes running, going, I'm coming, I'm coming. Sees the wolf, runs up and kicks the wolf in the hindquarters. And the wolf lets the guy goes and and takes off into the forest. Dude, good for him because there's a chance you kick that wolf and now it turns its attention to eating you and your lantern. Absolutely. And you know, that's just like an adrenaline moment, right? And dude, we've talked about this. Wolves are bad mofos, man. They're way more hardcore than, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, coyotes. Coyotes. So here's what happened. The uh, campground people said this wolf was underfed and a, so- a lone wolf, just like Zach Galifianakis and the hangover. What does that mean? It was a lone wolf. So, so was, uh, wolves and packs pack. get food easier because they can attack oh, as a collective. Right, right. So he was starving and malnourished, so he was probably... A little crazy. Mo- and right. Just, okay. I'm just going to attack this tent. So they found the wolf and actually uh, actually killed the wolf. Did they? Did he get a trial and everything? Or no. Or straight to... Okay. It was frontier justice, Ben. Oh. But it reminded me of the conversation that we had. With our own Leighton Vander Esch when we were in Oxnard and we kind of got into the, because he's the wolf hunter, and we kind of got into that whole conversation about coyotes, wolves, and the like. Coyotes, I always think of them as being a sickly kind of dog, like a sick dog, malnourished dog. They're kind of skittish. They're not really a, a danger. Like if you ran into a wolf, you might have reason to pause because it's about to go down, mm. even you. But if you ran into a coyote, you wouldn't be worried, would you? No. No. Okay, why not? Um, I wouldn't say they're malnourished, like, mangy dogs. It depends on where they are, and it depends on the time of year. And yeah. mating really? season, they're dangerous, though. Sir. It's true. Coyotes? Yeah. That's true. That's why <laughs> I don't think Slayton uh, believes that to be true. You're shaking him off right now. I don't, you don't believe so. that. <laughs> there was a Frisco, in Frisco, right by the star, a couple streets away from it, there was, like, two or three coyote attacks. Not coyote, coyote attack. Yeah. Are you blaming him for those? No, right no. Now? I'm just saying, like he's what he's saying makes a lot of sense. And the reason they look so mangy is Ben always says because Ben doesn't take the coyote danger very seriously. I don't right? take it very it's seriously because they've lost their yeah. hair, and he would know because he does, he's from the Great Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> is that the best use of Leighton Vander Esch's time? <laughs> uh, he didn't seem very interested in talking football. That, that day, or though. the Flintstones vitamins. Talk. Yeah. Oh, that was really good. I, you know, uh, again, watching Vander Esch come off the field, uh, it was. I mean, he is a, just a uh, football player made in a, you know, it, it's weird science. We, if you haven't seen Weird Science movie where these guys create the perfect woman, he's like that. He's just watching him amongst the other linebackers. He just seems he's a foot taller. He's huge. So fluid, so athletic. Mm-hmm. He's jacked up. He seems even more muscular this year. He just moves with, with such effortlessness. And 
he's just thinking football. He's eating. He's thinking about lifting weights, playing football, and eating red meat. <laughs> you know, it's like, and so when we were sitting there talking to him about all this stuff, he's just couldn't have been nicer, more polite. But he's like, what world is this? I, you know, I'm happy to do this, but man, I would really rather go watch film. Couldn't be a nicer guy, but man, I, I love it. I love that he he's Sean Lee part two. You know, Sean Lee is not, you know, like a country boy like that, but he's a football robot. Okay, let's make uh, random predictions. Do we think that both Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch signed second contracts with the Cowboys? That's a robot? I mean, I don't know that they can afford to. I mean, if, if you are paying, like you, we talked about all the money you've got tied up in the offensive line already Mm -hmm. i mean you're gonna have four more think about this way you're gonna have if you want to control it that way four more years including this year of layton on his rookie contract yeah you don't have to sign layton until 2022 the point is if you're gonna pay dak 35 amari 20 zeke 15 you're already paying uh d law 20 you got all that money tied up in the in the line already Hunter Williams looks like a keeper too. It's like okay, where you can't just have everything. Eventually, but, you start losing guys, and you have to say, okay, we've got to draft a replacement for Jalen or or LVE because we can't afford to pay them. They're both two of the top linebackers in the game. I think by the time Layton's contract is up, I think a lot of those. I don't think Zeke will still have guaranteed money, and I think a couple of those linemen will probably be on smaller contracts. Because you you know think about that four years. That's a really long time. That is a really long yeah, time. Yeah, I'd be surprised if, like, Tyron was still around in four He'll years. He'll be around, just not at top dollar. Tyron's listening to that right, right now from it's Hawaii like, or whatever, going, yeah, we'll see about that. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.